0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I am here with Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright.
0: Hello, Nikki Kinzer. We finished our epic uh, series. I know. It's so fun. Of I know, of interviews. And now we're doing more listener stuff. We are. What's that all about? Well, we're
1: continuing... With this fabulous trend that we started.
0: Weirdly, it's like you'd think, oh, uh, all the listeners are writing you with ideas. It's, uh, what do we even do anymore?
1: <laughs> we talk about them.
0: <laughs> we sure do. We this is, There are so many great ideas uh, that are coming in here. We're talking this this week, we're starting our, our series of uh, unique ADHD strategies that work at least most of the time. So we always have that caveat, at least most of the time. Yeah, they work a a lot, but not always. Yeah, Uh, But that's okay, because we don't celebrate the other part. We just celebrate when they work and try to get better. And that's what we're going to talk about. Some of these skills we got. Nikki has gone through and done uh, the yeoman's work of actually separating them all and batching them into...
1: Something con- containers, and <laughs> some kind of boxes box, and things so yeah. that we can,
0: <laughs> yeah, so we could split them out over a couple of, a couple of weeks here as we, as we sort through all these wonderful contributions. Uh, today we're going to be talking about task management systems. And I uh, can't wait to get started on that. Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list right there on the homepage, and we'll send you an email each time a new episode is released. Connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take ADHD. And don't forget, as Brian asks in the chat room, is my dog 100% Patreon? <laughs> well, not yet, because he doesn't have a wallet. But once he does... Uh, I'm going to invite him to head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast, and, uh, and, and uh, you can check out what we do on the show. If the show has ever touched you, if if the work that we've done or the research, resources that we've shared have ever touched you and how you live your life with ADHD, we invite you to support us directly. Patreon is listener-supported podcasting. Uh, it allows you to uh, to support the work we do and ensure that we can keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the more we get out of Patreon, the more we can invest our time and attention uh, to this show and creating more resources for you. We're very excited to keep doing that. 2021 is shaping off very well. And uh, so we're we're thrilled to be in this sort of partnership with all of you. If you haven't considered yet, again, patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. If you have, if you're already a supporter, you're probably listening to me talk about this on our live stream right now, because that's one of the fantastic perks. Join the live streams, get access to our sec- double secret, triple secret members channels in our Discord online server, and all that and all the other wonderful member benefits, patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. Do we have any other news? You know, same news,
1: but it's fantastic news. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Study Hall, Thursday afternoons. Come join me. Uh, All right. GPS guided uh, planning sessions are going to be opening up Mm -hmm. for April. And so, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And I'll talk about more of it later. But, you know, I've got to throw those two cents in, those two services.
0: Absolutely, you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I would expect nothing less. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this segment. Don't forget to tip your servers. And uh, now, back to the show. All right, Nikki Kinzer, unique ADHD strategies that work at least eh, most of the time. Yes. Kind of got it. Eh, yeah, eh, you got eh, to throw that. So, you right. know
1: what's interesting about this? is this idea came from when we did the interviews right and so the last uh show we were going to do like a couple of interviews and then i was afraid that we might not have enough time and so i was going to add three unique adhd strategies that i've learned from my clients well guess what happens
0: There were more than that. there
1: were more. Well, no, that's actually you're ahead of the game. What happened is we had these fabulous interviews and we didn't have to worry about time. So trying to squeeze in unique strategies at the end of this, you know, of of, uh, our interview last week would have seemed kind of silly. Uh, So you and I and Melissa had a talk and we said, let's ask our Patreon members. What do they do that is unique and and what kind of strategies work for them? And boy, did we get a response.
0: Yeah, so there are cool. a lot of unique strategies that work eh, some of the yeah, time.
1: Yeah, so I was able to <laughs> incorporate the three that I was going to add <laughs> and then everything else that everybody else has to add. So what we're going to do is go through those. And uh, if yeah. we have something to say, we'll say it. And um, if not, I just want to say thank you to everybody for for sharing, because uh, I'm positive that somebody's going to walk away from the show with some kind of new nugget that they want to try.
0: All about the nuggets. Yeah. I, I think it's fantastic. And yeah, if there's something that you get out of somebody else's experience, use it, share it broadly. Yes that's uh that's how we we're, we're all in this together people right. and
1: i'm going to start with the first uh, so, one because this actually yeah, came definitely. from a, this a one of my client ideas okay so you know task manager systems that's where we're going to start and boy yeah this is a hot topic because it is really difficult to try to figure out what's going to work and there's a lot involved and there's habit building and there's things you know you just have to do and uh so i've been working with this gal and uh What we found to be the best system for her is probably one of the most creative that I have found and definitely out of the box. So, what she has done, and we did this together, is she did a master list mind map. And then,
0: okay, what does that look like? So,
1: it looks like a lot of stuff (laughs) on this (laughs) piece of paper. (laughs) Right. So she starts just with everything, like, what are the projects that I have to do? So that's kind of where it started was, you know, here's my, my brain that is, you know, running a hundred miles per hour. And what are the things that I'm focusing on? You know, what work projects, what she's a gardener, uh, she's going to be retiring soon. So, you know, there's these little sections of her life, right. That she put into the mind map. And then after we did the mind map, she took A and this was on a clipboard, so the mind map was on a clipboard that she carried around.
0: Okay, so it's paper. It's It's not like yes, yeah.
1: And uh, so the next session after she got done with the with the mind map, we said, okay, so let's look at one of these sections that you have here, and let's start a new mind map. So we took the gardening. piece. And she started a new mind map that was just about gardening and it had like tools that she wanted to buy and like timelines around, you know, when to buy or when to, to plant things and all of that. And so it was her wow. own little mind map of gardening. And then she would put like her to-do list underneath the mind map or in front of the mind map. I don't know. But anyway, that clipboard, that specific clipboard was now all about gardening this is her task management system. So it works. I'm telling you, that's why I want to start off with this because I think we sometimes think that it has to be so complicated and it doesn't. So what she has done is she has different clipboards for different areas of her life that she breaks down and Goes through them and decides, okay, this is what I need to do. And then she'll have another mind map that will say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And that's when she's saying when I'm doing this on Monday, when I'm doing this on Tuesday and whatnot. I love it. I, it's so, it's I so creative. It. So I said, and you know, who cares if you have like 10 clipboards on your wall? Like...
0: Well, that's what I was yeah. kind of imagining. Like you have all of these like uh, hooks, like command strip hooks of, sure. of of clipboards, and you're just moving them around depending on how your clipboard mind yep. map, your clip map, I love it changes. Yeah, not
1: going to work for everybody. Oh,
0: that's right. If you well, you need some wall space. You need some wall space. You need to work. get some clipboards. You definitely need some wall space. Um, yeah. but yeah. I
1: just I love the creativity, and I think more than anything, to our listeners, don't give up. There is something out there that will help you. And, and and you know, it may be as crazy as having a bunch of clipboards. Who knows?
0: Well, and I think I, I think that's really important because that outlines one of the things that we talked about in our in our mind mapping episode so long ago, which was like radiant associations. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think when you get to the end of an arm in a in what's already kind of a big mind map, you think, oh, well, it's too big. I'll just like bundle in my head the word gardening and I'll know what that means right. later. I'll know what that means, but you don't know what Mm -hmm. that means. And until you get out the next clipboard, you don't get to experience the benefit of radiant associations, of knowing how these things relate to one another. And uh, that's really important. I love it. All right. Okay. Um, uh, So I get to talk about Chris. Yes, you do. Chris, who uh, submitted this on Discord. I have a whiteboard that I write things on as they pop into my head. It used to be on my fridge, but now that I work from home, it's next to my desk. I use different colored markers for it, too. That way, when I think of something, I add it on there, and then it's out of my head, and I have a visual reminder. Then I periodically use the whiteboard list to make smaller lists and set reminders for myself, I assume in other systems. I, I have noticed a lot of this. One of the things that my my younger child has been doing a lot, they have a whiteboard for their school stuff and they actually write on it and then they hold it up in the camera and mm-hmm. zoom and and show kind of what they're doing. And and um, uh, I, I think that's really it's really wonderful having that size whiteboard that's kind of bigger than a sheet of paper right. that but still super, super portable that you can take with you and lean up against a wall or or put on a bookshelf mm-hmm. or something that's always right in front mm-hmm. of you. I love the idea both that it's ever present it's always it's always somewhere in front of you it's hard to lose because it's kind of big enough and white right. like unless you stack a bunch of stuff on top of it but also it reduces friction of getting things out of your yes. head and uh, so I think that's really really Absolutely. handy. Absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. One thing I would add here too, is that a lot of the students that I work with, a lot of the college students will have a calendar that will usually be in their phone, like iCal or Google Cal or whatever. And um, they'll, they'll set all of like the due dates and important dates, you know, um, in the calendar, but they'll have a whiteboard mm-hmm that they use on a weekly basis. So they'll take what they need to do that week and put it on the whiteboard. And uh, and that works, that really works. So yeah. yeah, again, be creative.
0: What does Carla have to say?
1: So Carla says, I went paperless years ago because I kept losing notes or changing notebooks or forgetting to check them. I have tried a ton of different systems, but in the end, what works best for me is setting alarms on my phone for everything, making lists in my notes app that I can check off, setting reminders for time-sensitive work, and calendars with alarms for appointments and commitments for me and the family. I think Carla has definitely mastered the reminders and the alarms, um, mm-hmm. strategy because it's, yeah, you need to have them. Absolutely. And that's a great example.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think going paperless without having a system that allows you to do this stuff, like remind you to do the important stuff, remind you to pay the right mm-hmm. bills at the right time, uh, that it, it can be a recipe for confusion and loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's really important those two things go together.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, I put reminder boards. Is this also no, Carla? No, this
1: is somebody else that didn't have a name. Somebody else. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: No name. Uh, I put reminder boards like dry erase boards in the areas between to make sure I have to look at them as I'm walking past and I update them with thoughts, grocery lists, to-dos, etc. as I walk by so that my inconsistency with planning tools has backed has a backup that also can be interacted with by everyone else in the house. Uh, I think this is great. I I am having a little bit of trouble imagining like how many whiteboards you might have to work with do you have a sense of that
1: no but i just imagine this hallway of like all clipboards and all whiteboards (laughs) and all
0: whiteboards on the other (laughs) side somebody's gonna send us that picture
1: like i did both
0: (laughs) yeah i nailed
1: this yeah yeah Uh,
0: yeah i i think for and this is where you know what works for you right like i i feel like i if i have too many whiteboards and they're in multiple places I'm going to start losing track of reviewing. Them. Yeah, right. Like, I can imagine my house would my house works with a giant whiteboard because there's one. It's in a central location. Everybody has access to it. We all pass it and see it every day. Major thoroughfare. If I started putting littler whiteboards on different places, I would I would not do. Well.
1: Now, and I think that what she's saying and I don't know how many she or he I really don't know who who this is so i don't know if they're saying that they have a bunch of them in different places but i have a sense that they're probably using it the same way that you just explained and um Mm -hmm. you know we have a it's kind of like a part of a command center is almost what i'm picturing this you know like every family or every family member has a has access to it and you know if you're running out of something milk eggs whatever that's kind of how i see it
0: yeah Mm -hmm. me too Uh, How about Heidi? Heidi,
1: I keep a designated notebook for brain dumping right next to me while I work. Heidi, I do the same thing. Uh, as, As items pop into my mind, I jot them down and I go back to what I was working on great idea. So I don't get derailed and sent off in 50 different directions. At the end of the day, I add these items to my master brain dump list. Many of these items may already be on the list, but that's okay. If I jot them down as they pop in my head, then I can deal with them later, while at the same time be reassured that I haven't missed anything.
0: I love that one because, and I think we, I don't know that we've ever talked about this, it's okay to write something down twice.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah
0: right? It, you'll sort it out in the brain dump, mm-hmm. but like when you when you go through to actually put stuff in the right places at the right time. Uh, it, don't don't worry about having already documented a task or something that you just remembered and just wanted to get it out of your head because the goal is not to have a clean brain dump list. The goal is to get your head clear. Right. And so that's well, okay. And
1: I love that she talks about having a designated notebook because I do. I do the same thing. I have this little tiny like notebook. I don't know what size this is. It's not a full page. Um, but anytime I'm on the phone with someone and I need to be reminded to do something, you know, I'll, I'll put it on here. So what am I looking at right now? I'm I'm looking at calendar, third party. I don't know what that is.
0: See, I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's an important safety tip. Be able to read your own writing.
1: How to remember <laughs> reminders to do list. I'll add projects from reminder to do to do list. <laughs> To I don't know. I was talking to you about to doist. So okay, scratch. That's not such a great idea.
0: But when <laughs> all of this is staying in the show, every bit of this is staying in the so, show. That's brilliant.
1: Yes, it is. But I will tell will tell you that when it does make sense. Uh, in fact, I I uh, talked to my GPS group about this because uh, this morning we were you know doing our planning, and I had like. I don't know, maybe ten of these sheets, you know, that were all torn out,
0: and I had to go
1: through each of them. And these are the ones I saved. I know visually people can't see this, but these are the ones I saved because they mean something, and I can see what they what they meant. Um, But what I'm going to do with these now is put them into do uh, put them into my things. So there is a system. It's like it went on paper. And then I sort it, and now it's going to go into my task management system, except for this one that I have no idea why there's a third party and why there's a calendar and why. Oh, I do know why I need to trust it. I do need to trust my calendar. Yeah, So that's important. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's
0: really funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I've got another anonymous I have been using the medium method since the beginning of the year, using a paper planner and then copying it over to a digital system. The review copy aspect does seem to help things soak into my brain a bit better. I use Rocketbook for a lot of this because it allows me to send my paper notes and to-dos to the cloud. I use Trello as my Rocketbook destination so I can see everything. And then I can do the rest of the review on my phone, putting to-dos and to Todoist, etc. During bath time for the kids, whenever. I thought I'd always be fully digital, but what I've found in the last few years is a fully digital systems can be too intangible and therefore don't always feel real to me. And B I like stickers and washi tape and pretty pens and stuff makes using the planner actually fun. Mm -hmm.
1: I really like this too. I like all of these strategies, but this, uh, I I do like that they, that again, you have to do what works for you and it's okay to have a combination of things um, where, You know, you can look at your list and you can put it somewhere. The only thing I would be careful of, um, and I would be really curious to know how she uses Trello and Todoist, um, because it seems like it's a little bit repetitive. So I would want to know what she's doing there. Um, But with that being said, I think that when you do use different things, um, different systems to manage your tasks, just be really clear with what each thing is there for you to do. So for example, Mm -hmm. if you're going to use a, like if you're going to use Todoist, but you're also going to use a paper planner, what are you doing in Todoist? What are you doing in the paper planner? Because if you part, you know, if you put something in the paper planner and you don't see it because you turn the page and it's not on Todoist, you're probably going to forget about it. So it's just important that you're really clear on how these things work and what the purpose is. Uh, But what I like about it is that you can do more than one thing. You can't, you know, I I use things, but then I will also use the paper planner to put the top three things that I'm doing that day so that I don't have to keep looking at my list. So there are ways to do it. Uh But Does that make sense? Just being really clear.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I do want to shout out, we'll put a link in the show notes to Rocketbook. It's very cool. Uh, and, you know, in terms of just having this, this, uh, tool with essentially re reusable paper, mm. um, it, you know, it's, it, it's very cool and, and super digital. Each page has a little barcode on it so you can get things online and, and, um, it's it's really great. Just just a what's they say. Just add a drop of water, and you can wipe the page oh, clean. That's cool. Uh, and so their mission is really one of uh, I, I don't think is primarily one of productivity, but it's a very cool system that also is highly sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, lots of different uh, products that you can pick up on the RocketBook page. Very cool. That's great. Company.
1: All right, so Benjamin, I have a hard time saying that word, Benjamin Mm -hmm. from Facebook, bullet journal. I used to use planning books from Office Depot, Walmart, et cetera, but I could not stick to it consistently, and looking at those blank dates was discouraging. But with a bullet journal, I can create planner pages, and if I miss a week of planning pages, I can just continue without wasting paper. That is definitely the benefit of the bullet journal. there are so it's so flexible, which is really nice,
0: yeah, there's a lot of good that can come out of the do it yourself mm-hmm. stuff um, absolutely. I still can't get my head around it for I, I, me.
1: Can, I, I can I can for a lot of it, but I wouldn't um, I have a hard time. I don't think I would use the bullet journal as a calendar. Like I wouldn't put my appointments and stuff in there, uh, but I could mm-hmm. do to-do lists and, and tracking stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. I like having a, I mean, I like thinking that I could have a place of books that I want to read later, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Again, everybody's so different. Uh,
0: Katie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Katie from Discord writes stationery. Mm-hmm. I keep a lot of fun stickers, post-its, and fun pieces of paper around that I can add to my bullet journal or to my desk to remind me or reward myself. I found that crossing things off my list wasn't very satisfying for me, so it was helpful to get uh, mm-hmm. a little smiley face stickers instead. I even use them for articles and assignments I have to finish for school. If I finish an article, it gets a smiley face. That's on awesome. It. I love that. I think so too. I love I stickers. I too. I'm a huge fan of stickers. I don't put them on like, uh, you know, paper. Right. I put them on stuff. Yes. Like Right. Here's, I got my, my Oh, iPad yeah, you got stickers covered. on your stickers, iPad. iPad case. Oh, yes, you do. Yeah, cover them. Cover it. I love all of that stuff. That's uh, fun. But I, I don't usually use them for because I use so much. Everything is so digital already. It's all in there already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need more stickers. You really That's do. That's why I think I'm a sucker for stickers. <laughs> I'm a sticker sucker. <laughs> uh, so those are some of the uh, task yes. management systems that help people manage their things. But once you have all your tasks in your task management system, how do you get started, Nikki? I bet you're wondering. Uh, I
1: am wondering. And here is the second ADHD strategy that I learned from one of my uh, past clients. And I did it this weekend even because it's <laughs> it works, it works. So what he would do is... He would watch a football game live, right? So he'd be watching football. And then when the commercial came, he would go do something, you know, during the commercial. So he'd like do the dish, like mm-hmm. load the dishes or load of, you know, put a load of laundry in or sweep, whatever. And then when the commercial was done, um, he would come back and watch the rest of the tv you know or watch football or whatever and then he would go back and do it during the commercial i mean it just was really smart because it's such a small period of time right you're looking at me maybe a minute or two of getting something done before the the game or whatever it is you're watching starts again um i think it's very clever i think it, it gamifies it it makes it just a little bit more engaging. And I did it this weekend with 2020. I was watching 2020 from Friday night. I was watching it on Saturday. And (laughs) I would start watching it and then I would run and do whatever I needed to do during the commercials. Yeah, it's fun.
0: I like (laughs) it. I like it. I, that's my, that's a laundry task. Oh, totally. If I'm watching something yeah. and it has a commercial. But see, this is the other thing. Like we're in a streaming nation now, right? So most of the stuff I, I watch has no I commercials. Know.
1: And it is annoying when it that does. That totally yeah. messes
0: up my, <laughs> my TV task system. That's right. uh, How about having a hard time deciding what to do? Assuming you're done with the most critical ones, put the others on a piece of paper and put into jar, cup, whatever, and randomly select your task. Now you don't have to decide what between doing dishes versus cleaning the microwave. Let the fate
1: yes. tell you what to do next. That was my third ADHD strategy from a client. So this came from a client too. And this is exactly, I have a little Mm -hmm. picture of her cup with all of the little uh, things that she picked out that day. But it is also, I think, a brilliant idea because it does, it takes away the decision. And like you said, let fate decide what you're going to do that day.
0: (laughs) That's right. I like it. That's right. I I wonder if there's you should put like in the in there in the mix like a get out of jail free card where you just decide take it out it says don't do oh, anything I love that idea and then you're then you're free that's the one thing that you get to but but I think to, to make that work you'd have to put like empty the dishwasher in there three times right like so <laughs> so it's you want you want that to be a real prize yeah, yeah, yeah. right it can't be equal yeah. uh, okay what do we have next uh, something about a chore chalkboard
1: yeah, I like it. Uh, do you want to, you want me to say it? Okay. No, it's you. It's you. We're training. For our family, we have a chores chalkboard where we list them for the day. I write on it daily from the list of chores I've created for easy, easy selections and assigned to me or the kids. I don't like having to be locked into set chores on set days. So this gives me the flexibility and the structure that works for me. I like it.
0: I like it. Yeah. Very creative. We do a variant of this. We do it on, the, this is part of our Sunday planning now. When's the last time I updated you on our Sunday oh, plan? it's been a while. Yeah. So now we have, because uh, we have two dog walks, one in the morning, one in the evening. We have uh, making dinner for the family and cleaning up dinner afterwards and doing the dishes and putting them all away. And so those are the four big tasks on any given day. And we each just divvy them up on Sunday so I know on any given day when I'm cooking, cleaning, walk, dog walking in the morning, dog walking in the afternoon. That's and great. everyone has the same part. Even my son now will make dinner for the whole family if it's his night. And it's always waffles and scrambled <laughs> eggs always. That's awesome. Waffles and scrambled eggs for dinner. So, but it's really great to have that planned out for the week and have it all documented on the whiteboard so we know exactly who's doing what when. It removes so much stress having those assignments taken care of just in terms of family planning. That's great. That, there you go. Love that. Uh, one thing that really helps when I'm really struggling to do anything at all, I'm physically able-bodied. So if I have stuff to do, but I'm absolutely stuck on couch inertia, I stop telling myself I should go wash the dishes or even I really need to go use the bathroom. And it's I tell myself instead, I can stand up. It's just an undeniable statement of fact. The physicality of The physically getting up part is easy for me. I don't worry about what seemingly hard thing comes next, I can just get up. Once I've broken the inertia, doing the next thing usually doesn't seem hard anymore.
1: I like that. You know...
0: Perspective reset. Yes,
1: it is. And I remember, I haven't done this in a long time, but I remember, um, oh, I think when we were way back when we lived in Portland, we, my husband and I would wake up, like, you know, the alarm would go off and we'd kind of just sit there and then... I remember counting and say, "Okay, I'll count to five, and then I have to get up."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that could just reminded me of that. Like I remember counting, yeah, right?
0: In yeah, our and then I'm like, "Okay, totally. I'm up." But yeah, it's great. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we we got have one, one more. more. Post-its. Yes.
1: Those long post-its that are like one by two inches are awesome for breaking down big tasks. When I separate a project, it's easier for me to see it in quantity and time. So I need to make it physical. So what I do is write each task for the project on a post-it and arrange them so I can see what I'm dealing with. Then when it's completed, instead of just crossing something off, I remove the sticky and throw it away. That way it's always getting smaller, and I don't look back on the work and feel exhausted. I love it. It's oh, a great idea. Yeah,
0: that's lovely. Yeah, mm-hmm. Really, really good. A hundred percent. So there we go. That's our, our set of getting started and task management system uh, strategies that work eh, most of the, the time. time. Uh, there's a lot of really tangible stuff and as a guy who is super digital like me it is a great reminder to think broadly when it comes to uh, tools you'll even see on my door i have a dry erase a yearly calendar that i have been using to help me plan the big long things that i need to see all in one that has been very very useful mm-hmm. for me um so i i see it um this is uh this has been a great thing as a part one part of, one uh, to what are we talking about next week? So, week do you want to give a little teaser
1: next week is going to be around focus and alarm tricks because believe it or not we have one oh. two three four five six seven eight alarm tricks that's pretty cool that's
0: more than i thought alarms could i do. know
1: so someone is going to learn something about alarms next week for sure but there you go
0: absolutely well thank you everybody for downloading and listening to this show Thank you all for your time and your attention. Don't forget, if you have something to contribute to this conversation, head over to the Show Talk channel in our Discord server, and you can join us right there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level on patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll see you right back here next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.